Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. So, here's a couple numbers for you. I have ridden 10,000 miles in the past, I don't know, six, seven years on my bicycle. (laughs) Uh, So, what does that have to do with personal injury practice? Well, it's to me, it's like a little bit about commitment. I'm not the fastest cyclist and I'm not the most committed cyclist, but Strava, which tracks all our cycling, tells me that that's where I've hit. So over time, a little bit, you know, just like saving or dieting, a little bit put away in the bank every day or month or year adds up over time. I was surprised that I got to 10,000 miles, but you know, I've sort of ridden about 1,500 miles a year, and it takes, you know, sort of adds up over time. So what does that have to do with anything? Well, the important thing, I guess, is that a little bit of commitment is better than none. And for most of what I do, most of my cases are about slowly putting pieces together. So let's say a good case comes in where you've got a clear injury and you know, you've got a clear car accident. So what is that? What happens next? Well, you know, the most important thing at first is to just notify everyone that there is a case. You know, sometimes in Philly, the police don't show up. Outside of Philly and the counties, they do show up. Um, You know, you have to kind of figure out pretty quickly, even today, even with everyone carrying around phones and cameras and video, a lot of people don't make a video or a photographic recording of things, and they really should. A lot of times, as soon as I hear about a car accident in the pre-COVID times, I would go out literally the next day, meet the client at their house, and go to the scene of the crash. One, to just sort of orient myself, because I'm not real good with maps. But two, like, you know, you got to get out there and look at, is there surveillance video? Are there, you know, is there debris on the road? What was the lighting like? You know, I've been out to scenes at times where, you know, it's 45 minutes or an hour from my house or my office, but, you know, it allows you to understand that what the other driver did that hurt your client is really not understandable other than in the in the presence of negligence. So I was standing at a scene once, and I was trying to understand how the accident happened and I my client was driving down a road and someone pulled out from a stop sign right into them and t-boned them so (laughs) but as I was standing there at the intersection there's a whole line of like hedge sized trees like these big sort of suburban hedges there there's no way that the person pulling out could have seen my guy coming down the hill no way so, you know, instantly that kind of informs my view of the case. Like, there's no way that this was ever appropriate action. And what else does that tell you? Well, you know, if you've got a situation where someone really is badly hurt and you need to sue the township or the local landholder or something, you know, the fact that there's a big hedge there that blocks view is something that is outside the control of my client coming down the hill, but it's also outside the control of the person pulling out from the stop sign. So, you know, a lot of times I try and figure out, like, what 
what happened that caused this series of events to occur that ended up hurting my client? Because if you understand why this happened, sometimes, you know, you have a better sense of, of what the defendant was thinking, one, two, what they're going to say at their deposition, three, like what, what, a, what a defense might be. And sometimes in these cases, they just try and put a little bit of responsibility on my client. And so this is a way around that. But what I'm suggesting is if you go to the scene and you look at it and you start your evidence collection ASAP, you might have a claim against the township or you might have a claim against someone else that you hadn't, you know, really thought about without actually going to the scene. So that's part one. You know, the next part of sort of a little bit of commitment along the way is, you know, as the lawyer, you got to start at the time the case starts to try and figure out all the evidence that you might need down the road that you don't even know about. So, you know, I have surveillance video on a case from a local, I don't even know what the place is, they sell like outdoor equipment, but they happen to have like real serious HD video, and I'm eventually going to put it up on Facebook, but, you know, if you don't go out and grab video from some of these locations, they write over it in 30 days, sometimes they just destroy it, sometimes, who knows? They're not, their job's not to figure out your case. It's your job to go grab this stuff. So I have a private investigator who goes out and checks out scenes. He's gotten, you know, tons and tons of video that's been crucial for the case. Um, you know, I've, I've gone out myself when I go visit someone, like, to go look at video. It matters. You know, all this stuff matters. And it's, you know, kind of the marathon, not the sprint view of the world. But, you know, in the same way that coming back to the 10,000 miles thing, like, yeah, it's a lot of miles. Yeah, over time, it's a lot of miles. Is it a lot of miles in the grand scheme of things for a cyclist? No. I think a pro cyclist probably does two or three times that a year. Um, but a little bit over time adds up over time, just like, you know, with your mortgage or education, all that sort of stuff. So let me take a quick break for a moment. This podcast is not legal advice. It's sort of my opinions on things. And you won't hear me talking about a lot of cases uh, in terms of like legal decisions, because I don't want to be giving you my uh, legal advice on situations. This is more how I practice and how I think people should practice and look at things. Um, it's This law podcast is sponsored by my law firm. It's New Earth Law Office. We are in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and I handle cases in Philadelphia County, etc. So now back to the little bits at a time. Um, you know, one of the things that is most most frustrating to clients is I have, and I, and I was just hearing from a client recently, I have a strong case. So what's a strong case? I was a passenger in an Uber vehicle. I was badly injured. I'm now on disability as a result of this crash. And why won't they pay me? Why is this taking so long? Well, the reason it's taking so long is that one, cases take time to go through the court system. Yours is not the only case. Clients don't want to hear that, but that's true. There are thousands and thousands of cases filed in every jurisdiction, and no particular case has any particular importance to the court system. The court system usually has a calendar or a track, and it just sends the cases along willy-nilly. So the only thing you can do as a lawyer to move a case along faster is to file it in court. 
But should you be filing every case in court? No. You want to try and see what the case is about before you file it in court. Right? You don't want to, you know, file a case, have the case settle or resolve, and then the client goes and has surgery, which would have increased the value of the case by $100,000. So you got to wait a little bit of time. You got to collect records. I think you should make, you know, a good faith effort to settle the case for your client and also kind of sets the floor on cases going forward, what the value of the case is during the case. I guess what I mean by that is, you know, if someone offers you $100,000 pre-suit before you file in court, you can tell your client, look, we're turning down $100,000. The client understands that. The client sees that you've done your your best and that that number is not acceptable, but they understand that they're going to probably get $100,000 in settlement offers down the road. And it allows me as a lawyer to say to the other lawyer, down the road, Hey, look, this is a serious case. You offered me $100,000 basically on nothing beforehand. So, you know, there's a reason for that. But that process of accumulating records and making demands takes time. Time runs off the clock. Pre-suit, then by the time you get to court, it's nine months later after the accident, which is not unusual. And the client gets upset. And they say, well, why am I waiting so long? It's a strong case. Well, again... It's baby steps in this process. The defense lawyer wants to see if they have any possible defense. By the time a case works its way through the system, it's been two years, three years since the accident, and everyone pretty much knows what your, as the client, what your injuries are and how they're developing. Most people have finished treating over the course of that time. They may be permanently injured, they may be permanently out of work, but they've finished treating. So, um... You know, that gives everyone a chance to really better evaluate what the value of the case is as opposed to in the past when, you know, if you put a case in right away, the case might resolve before all of your injuries are fully developed. So it really is baby steps. It's collecting all your records. It's seeing you complete your treatment. It's putting a dollar value on time in treatment, permanent injuries, all that stuff. So all those little steps add up. They don't add up to the client who's, you know, it's their first time through. And so sometimes, a lot of times with the clients, we got to tell them, like, look, you got to trust me. This is just how it works. This is just how, how much time it takes to get full value for your case. If you want not full value, hey, let me know. We'll settle your case for pennies on the dollar. If you got a, you know, urgent need for money, that's okay. People tell me that all the time. I got to get this thing settled. I need 10 grand. Okay, as long as we're clear that you're giving up on 60 grand and you want 10 grand, okay. So that's why, you know, on the bigger cases, on cases that are worth two, $300,000 or more, you know, you, you really do have to wait for them to play out. And it is baby steps, both for my office to pull everything together and for the other side to fully understand that we're not going away. This is the case that's going to be litigated through the end. And they're going to have to pay, and they will pay eventually. It's just a matter of time. That's enough for today. That's been Ask Andy. I hope you have a great day. Take care.